What is going on everyone? Welcome to Sporadic. If you are new here, which you should be because this is the first ever podcast episode, please hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to this on iTunes, Spotify, wherever it may be, wherever you listen to podcasts. My name is Mike Sperando. I am a 22-year-old from Philadelphia sharing my views and thoughts with the world. Today on the first ever episode, I am going to be interviewing my grandma, Nan. How are you doing? Good. Very good. So I wanted to interview you first because obviously your family and I thought that it would be cool to get your perspective on things. So first off, your birthday is next week. Yeah. Are you excited for that? Yeah, I'm very excited. What? What would be something that you are looking forward to on your birthday? Because I know that you love going to the casino and stuff. So Yeah, I like to go to the casino. Waste my time there. <laughs> and you, you always have good luck there. And wait or something. You always have good luck when we go. Yeah, it is nice. So be, before we get into everything, I do want to talk about how you came over here. So you're not originally from the United States. You're from you're from Italy, specifically yes. Calabria. Calabrese. So tell me about that. Tell me a little bit about I, how you grew up. I born and raised in Calabria. I went to high school. After high school, I went to Canada. I have a, my brother was traveling before in Canada. I went in Canada. I stayed 10 years in Canada. I took a language to go from French and Spanish and English. And then when I got a maid, I come in in Philadelphia. Okay, so, well, let me ask you this. When you were... So Calabria is in the southern portion of Southern Italy. Okay. Um, now, when you came to the United States, how old were you when you came here? Eighteen. You were eighteen, and then so, and then you stayed ten years in. Ten years. You didn't originally come to the United States. You went to Canada first, Canada. right? So when you went to Canada, you were eighteen. Yeah. And then you stayed there ten years, and so you were twenty-eight, right? And come in here. What made you come to the United States? Uh, because of my marriage. My husband had a job over here. So you met my, you met Pop. Yeah. And how did you meet him? Well, I come in here, I met him, and then he come in in Canada. And when you know we got together and we got married. How old were you when you got married? Twenty six. That's like a normal age. Yeah. I want to get married by um, by twenty seven. And that'd be a good age. Before thirty, it's a good age. What if I get married after thirty? Well, I then get, get a little old. <laughs> you want to get a. So when you when you came here though, because um, I I know that you have a lot of brothers. You have six brothers, right? I got a six brother in Canada. Did they all come here with you? Did they all come to Canada with you, or did you come here by yourself? No, they all come in separate. Okay, and why did you come to Canada though? Well, I went to language to go to school, and my brother they left in Italy because if he was going to Canada, they don't have to go in the army. Hmm. If they stay in Italy, they have to go two years in the army. And the age 18, everyone left to go in Canada. In America, United States, you still have to go in the army. That's why they don't want to come here. And they went in Canada because they don't have to go in the army. So, oh, so if they were over in Italy, they had to they had go to into go the, army. In the army. But why, why did you guys choose Canada? Because you don't, have, don't go in the army. I know, but you could have chosen any other place in the world. Why did you well, choose some part Canada of the world to, still go had to go in the army? Same, you come to the United States. You still had to go in the army. Oh, I got gotcha. you. So Canada, I guess at the time Canada was, was one of the few places. Yeah, they don't know what's going in the army. Okay. Canada, England, New England. And what what part of Canada did you guys move to originally? Toronto, Ontario. And what like what was your when you were there for the ten years that you were there? What was your favorite thing about Canada? Well, I was a lot of Canada because it's more a European style. 
no matter where you go, it's more Europe. It's not look like an English city. And if you want to buy something, you have the Canadian stuff, you have the Eternal stuff. I didn't like it because it was more European style. Did the did the change of like currency like oh, throw you off? No. No? Was it it was like easy to get used to? Oh yeah, very easy. More easy in the United States. And like when, when you were when you came over here I'm assuming you and your brothers were close because six brothers, that's <laughs> that's no, a big family. We was a very close with my brother. What what was like the fav- like your favorite thing that you've done with them when you were little? Everything. Play basketball, baseball, everything. I gotta say, because a couple of years ago, when when we were out front, um, you played basketball with me, and you could actually you actually threw the ball up and got it in a couple of times. And I was shocked out of my mind because I, I didn't th- <laughs> I didn't think that it was gonna happen, but it did happen. Well, well I used to play. No, I mean, I've played for a long time. Did you guys just play around your house, or did you play like for like a actual like league near your the house? The league we play the soccer team. Yeah. I play. Oh, so you played soccer too? Yeah, I played okay. soccer. My brother all played soccer. My dad played baseball a lot too. Okay. Football and was too much with players. Did any of your brothers play football? They play. I mean, more or less. Oh. Baseball. My soccer. Everybody plays soccer. So and we we we've talked about several things so far about like what you've done in Toronto and stuff. But tell me about because I know you have like a small interesting story about how you came over here because. You came over on a boat, I know, and I want you to talk about that. Okay. Because you weren't, technically, if you got on the boat you were supposed to get on, you wouldn't have been here right now. Right. So tell me about that story and how like how you felt during that. Okay, 1959, um, we made a plan to go in Canada, a trip. I don't want to fly up there. I'm going to cruise on the boat. That'd be nice. Then I, I booked me in Andrea Doria. And then my girlfriend, she was coming to the United States. My boat was from Canada first, and then United States. Then I switched my trip. I started going to Andrea Dori, I went to Canio. And in the meantime, two days later, when we was in the boat, Andrea Dori went down, because she broke something with the ice. It sunk, right? Yeah, sunk. Yeah. Break something with the ice. <clears throat> and we saw the whole thing go down. The Andrea Dori, people die, people scream, people everywhere. And we tried to get away, and every time we tried to get away, we. The boat I was bringing right in. I got really scared because I was the only one not from my family in a boat. My family, we got out in time and uh, I went to Canada. My never take a boat again from since. <laughs> so, wait, where you were, so you, you were on the Andradoria or no, that one sunk? The Andradoria sunk. Okay. I was in the Falconio. Where were your brothers? My brother was in Canada. I was. Oh, they were already there. Already was there. Okay, so you you were like the last. I'm assuming your parents were already in Canada. No, my parents was in Italy because I got three more brothers in Italy. Oh. I have three brothers in Canada, because that's the one left uh, to go first. Uh huh. And uh, one brother already was six years there when I went. Wow. And uh, that's why I took the boat because I thought it's a nice trip with the boat, you know. Right. My then went everything wrong and. And then it was too nice. Now, when you you said that you had three brothers that were in Canada already, and then three that were still in Italy. After you came to um, went to Toronto, how many years until your three other brothers came over? Oh, but a year later, come in the brother after me. That's that's not bad. No, because I had three brothers older than me and three younger than me. Okay. And then the fourth brother, they come in about two years later because he was on rage, king travel. Right. And then the last one come in when my parents come in. Hmm. And then he come in with my parents and he was 
21 years old, the last one. So you guys were really young when you came over here? Oh, yeah, everyone. Yeah. Well, the three brothers before me, they come in before 18. Yeah. And the one after me, they come in 114, 115, because they was go school in Canada. Right. Well, were you like, when in Toronto, were you like in the city or were you in the suburbs? No, I was in the city then. Yeah? So like, and you, you were out of school and everything, right? From that, because I went in March and I went back to school to, to June. I couldn't even imagine like what it, what it would be like because if, if you think about it, like the, the school system now is, is so structured. I wonder like, how was it when you were going to school? It was too bad because a lot of stuff was learned even in school in Italy, no mm -hmm. different thing in English. Yeah. And I know it's too bad. The only thing you have to get to use because you don't be perfect. You have the kids go to school seven, eight years, and you just start, that's a different story. Did they do anything that like made it super strict? Because I know like nowadays, like in school, the only like, I only want to say it's strict, but no. they tell you to put your phones away and that's up, like. Up in Canada, I always do that, you know, take the phone, they don't have a phone. Well, then. no, 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 I'm saying like, now their version of being strict oh, yeah. is like taking your phone, which it, you, sh you shouldn't even have it then. then. But like, what what was like, what did they do that was strict? Because I know like, my dad would always talk about when he went to school, like they would slap his fingers with a ruler or do something like that. Did they well, do they, anything like that? No, they were strict. They said, if you don't get it, the mark, we don't, we don't promote you. And you can go to the next class and blah, blah, blah. My name don't really introduce a lot of stuff. Now, if you know what's good in school, then they had a night school over there. You don't have to pay nothing and everything, but they bring you mark up because you study more. Did you ever go to night school? We used to go all the time to night school, even because we don't need it. Me and my brother used to go because you learn more. Did you do it just to get ahead then, I'm guessing? Yeah, to get ahead, and then you learn for the next day, you know where you stand. If you have a hard time with the work, at least you break down, you break down how you're doing it. And right. that's why we was going to night shift. And on a night shift to school. And then my brother was in love school. I think he went for 10 years night school. What? He was in love to go I night school. <laughs> I've hated going to school for as long as I've went. I can't even imagine going to like night school for 10 years along with regular school. Oh, my brother was in love. He was all the time to get ahead. Was that just one brother or like all your brothers? No, one brother was a lot more to go to school. Really? My old brother. And he was learning how to do everything. And he don't want to get behind, he want to get ahead, everything. Is your is your brothers, um, are they all older than you? Or are you in the middle? Or are you the youngest? I'm in the middle. I got three old in the middle and three young in the middle. Oh, so you're I'm literally in, right in the middle. Yeah, I'm right in the middle. And like, as people are listening to this right now, they could probably tell by your accent, because obviously, like we have been speaking about, you're not from here, you're from Italy. And it's crazy how you've been here so long. And like, you came here, you said 1959? No, I'm 56. 56, that oh, was close. <laughs> um, you came here in 1956, it's 2019. Well, you see, it's tough, because when I went up in Canada, the 10 year, you, you speak English, you have a different language you could talk. And then your accent has never gone away. No, but I, I want to get into that in a second. But it's it's crazy how you haven't lost your accent yet, no. and it's been over it's been over fifty yeah, years, which is nuts. Because I know some people that come like from like London, and they have like their British accent or their English accent, and they lose it like yeah, ten years after yeah, coming it's here. Much easier for them because it's more flat the language. I guess for, for us it's more hard. No, and, and I guess because they're already speaking like English too, and they're not like. They're yeah, not, they speak the language now. When I went in Canada, you speak Polish. You speak Czechoslovak, 
You speak Romanian. You speak. You speak English. all those languages. They speak, yeah. You speak all them? No, no, they speak. Oh. I speak Polish and uh, French. You can speak Polish? Yeah. Uh, I've known you my whole life. I didn't know you could speak yeah, Polish. The <laughs> uh, French, and you take all different languages. You never lose the accent. Was was you know, learning? Did, you don't stay with English. You know what I mean? Did you learn English in Italy, or did you learn that in Canada? Yes, I started in Italy, but then I finished in Canada. Was people now? People say that English is like the hardest language to it learn. Is, it is. Is it? Did it take you like a long time to learn? Yes, you take in English. Just to give an example from Italy, we have a twenty-seven letters. Alphabet. Uh -huh. You got a 32, okay? Huh. We have a short alphabet to start. Yeah. And you have to learn how to put the W, the Y, because we don't have these letters. And then when you speak, you have to learn how to put them in. What the, was... When you're trying to find, like, word... Um, like, different meanings of words, was that, was that hard, too? Like, because... Like, if you think about it, like, the word two has, like, three different meanings. Two, mm. two, and, like, two. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? You find different words and different meaning, different art. The same thing if you learn uh, Russian. Yeah. You got a 60 alphabet. You compare, 60 letters? You compare, yeah, from 27 to 6. Oh, my gosh. That's a big difference to learn the language. Do you know Russian, too? And how to put <laughs> No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was assuming, because I really didn't even know you knew Polish. When I, I registered to go for Russian. And, and what, to learn it? Yeah, in Canada, to learn uh, uh, German. The language was, the first three weeks was in German, and then you started Russian. Okay. The first three weeks, I went to school, and this teacher was teaching one word each night, and go for three nights. Okay. Right? And one night, she teach what we call pateers. Potatoes? Potatoes. And they say cut Like off. the things you eat? Yeah. Okay. And she said potatoes, you have to learn how on a vegetable the potatoes to cook. I said, it's fine. And she go on on and on, cut off, cut off, cut off. And then... What's that mean? Potatoes. Oh. Cut off. <laughs> it was for three nights. Yeah. And uh, and we learned a couple of words before that. And then that night, it said three, three days, we just learned one word, cut off. I said, sometimes you have to repeat cut off. <laughs> I, said, I said to my brother, I'm going to quit English. Let me quit. The, English or Polish? German, or Russian? No, I'm German. getting confused now. What no, language that was, that was German. That was German? I thought we were talking about Russian. No, wait. I said, I'm going to go for <laughs> Russian. I'm going to go for Russian. Okay. I'm going to go there for Russian. The teacher explained. I'll be six, uh, sixth alphabet. And you have to learn how to put them in. If it's triple A or, or five different A, you don't get just one. You get a lot of A. Right. But you have to know how to put in it on the words. Mm hmm and she was explaining on the blackboard, and then one night, there was about 1580 for one word. It was what? 15A. Oh, 15As? For, for one word. Okay. And I'm a local, I said, I never make up to learn this. As you had to burn the race over there, forget it. I went through, I think, three sessions, I was three or four sessions. Okay. I said to my brother, forget it, I'm a mistake with the French and English. I'll tell you what, I took, in high school, as you know, I took Spanish for three years, and obviously, since I haven't used it, I don't remember any of it. I know how to say hola. That's Be like... Because you don't know speak. No, I know that. But like, it was such... I don't want to say it was a waste because it wasn't. But at the same time, it was. Because like, I don't I don't use it anymore. Yeah, but see, if you hear somebody talk, maybe you remember that. Some words. Yeah, you're right. But like, the difference between me and like the languages that you know is like, when when you call your family in Canada or our family in Canada, you're, you're speaking in English or you're speaking in Italian. 
like fluently and then you'll like i'll come in and say like hey like i'm leaving i'm going out to hang out with my friends and you'll switch right to english which i think is incredible because oh, yeah i can never switch between languages like that oh, yeah, nor can i even really speak english you get, get used <laughs> you get used to no matter what language you speak to switch around so what what language what languages are you 100 percent fluent in i don't know okay so we got english italian is there any other ones yeah well i can speak pretty good in french and can you speak Polish? I speak Polish, yeah. So what? Okay. So I'm asking you. I speak Polish, my thing. But you don't, you, you don't I know. I don't use it. because I don't have nobody to talk. I gotcha. So that's like my Spanish. Yeah. How I don't use it. See, you take a Polish. Yeah. Czech, Slovak. Yeah. Ukrainian. Okay. That's the same language. Okay. No hard to learn. If you say uh, vegetable, just don't give an idea, any kind of vegetable, say paper. Yeah. The way you say paprika in Polish. Yeah. You say Czechoslovak, you say Yugoslav. Oh, because they're probably all the same. Yeah, it's all the same language. You've got a couple of words different. Three languages connect to one. Hmm. It's on the borderline in Italy, this, too. Right. To learn. So you have an Italy, and then you have the Polish and Czechoslovak one end. You have this end of French, and then you have the Switzerland. That's crazy. I, I, just, I just think it's crazy because, like, even coming into like making like this podcast right now, I didn't even. I thought that you just spoke English and and no, uh, Italian. Well, I don't use it. Do you speak Spanish too? Yeah, I know both. Yeah, that's nuts. So, and, and I want to change gears a second. Well, see, so, I take Spanish. You're just giving it a okay. second. <laughs> take Spanish. You say good morning. You say bonjour. Come ça va? Come sta? It's uh, not much that difference. You know what I mean? It's you're basically le- all the same, yeah. Yeah, you learn fast. Right. For no. you, it's hard because for me, it's easy. And I and I guess I grew up on English, and they're trying to teach me another language, and I'm like, I don't, I don't get this. I'm not. Uh, the problem is, I use English all the time. You go, yeah. you go anywhere, and the 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 one thing that I think was a complete waste was when I was in second grade, they started teaching us cursive, and I know that you still write in cursive, but like, the teacher stopped writing in cursive in fifth and sixth grade, and I'm thinking to myself, why did I just learn cursive for the past? three four years and now i'm not even using it like the only time i write cursive now i don't know if you do this too but like the only time i use cursive is when i sign my signature other than that i don't even write cursive anymore we had to write down of cross in the second grade and we had to do it and then when we was right cross we was get a mix it up yeah because we had a you know how to have the bench because you sit we had the regular hole on the on the table uh-huh. and put the ink and you had to dunk the pen on it oh like the I know what you're talking yeah, about. Don't the yeah, don't get the pen and make it right. And then if we were at some part coming in really thin, at some part it'll come more ahead then. Right, because it's, it's probably like a, it's like a marker. Yeah. Like, like a Sharpie marker. Yeah, because yeah, you know, yeah. the, the ink drip. Right. And then you get a punch for that because you're not writing straight on the line. And you but have that, to, And that's not even your fault. That's the ink's fault. Yeah, and you have to do over and over to get it until you get right. Damn, and I, and I know you still write in cursive and stuff. Oh, yeah, we had to write everything we learned. And the only thing you know learn is the same over here. Over here you learn how to spell stuff. If you say Angela, you spell Angela. In Canada and Italy, when you write, you don't spell Angela, you write Angela. And then that's why we have a hard time spell sometimes. Because we don't spell. Wait, what? We don't spell stuff. You don't if you say Marco, yeah. I'm writing Marco. Okay. I'm going to spell Marco. What do you, if you're writing it, you're spelling it. Yeah, I'm right. I'm going to spell it. If you ask me how to spell, then I get stuck. Because oh, I got what you're saying. I got what you're saying. We never do. 
I want to I want to change gears a second because we've been talking about like growing up and stuff and like you coming to ter- uh, Toronto, but then now I want to talk about the United. I want to talk about the United States. So, did you when when you came here, did you originally come to Philadelphia? Yes. And what year did you come to the United States? Nineteen sixty-four. Okay, so you came here in sixty-four. Who was who was even? I should know this. I don't. But who was who was even, who was president at the time? Oh, you don't even know. Kennedy. Oh, okay. Because Kennedy, when I come in here, yeah. the first <laughs> the first day before I got married, come yeah. here, the day I got here in Philadelphia, Kennedy got assassinated. The day before? The day I come in here. Oh, the day you came here? He got assassinated, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. How was that? October, 1960. No, no, how was that? Was there like, when, so the day you came here, he got assassinated. Yeah. Was the news everywhere? Like oh, how, yeah, at Like, first. was everybody in panic? Like, what what was going on around you? Your father come in and get me on the, on the airport, and he had the radio on, and the whole second. My, my dad or my or my grandpa? My grandpa. Okay, you said my father. I'm sorry. I said <laughs> Come in and get him on the airport. And he had the radio on. Yeah. And when he started the car, the second they got assassinated. And that's when uh, your grandpa said, the president got assassinated. I was used to walk in here in the United States. Was like, was anything, obviously, like that didn't happen where you were, but like, were any roads closed, or did you see like a lot of cops out, no, or like? You know, here a lot of cops in Philadelphia. You see a lot of cops where they got assassinated, right? And uh, because over there happened in Philadelphia, what's happening? Philadelphia was giving all the news, right? Now, and I know you tried avoiding this earlier. If you don't want to talk about it, you could say you don't want to talk about it, but because I asked you this, and you completely did like a complete one eighty and avoided my question. I want to. I really, I really want to put this on the podcast. If you don't want to put it on there, you can just tell me you don't want it on there. But how did you and Pop meet? Pop's my grandpa. You I'm don't have to get into detail. You could just say like the the overall summary. No, I can tell you. I met okay. I met Grandpa. I was coming in Philadelphia. I got a knock on an end here. Okay. And I had a cousin, and Grandpa was hanging around with my cousin. Okay. And that's why I met because we come in me and my brother in vacation here. And then my brother came in vacation to the United States or Philly, Philadelphia. Okay. To see my aunt and my uncle. Uh huh. And uh, and my uh, see my cousin because my aunt and my uncle when I come back in Canada I never met his aunt. Then uh, me and my brother we talked to come and see my aunt over here because we never knew her. Right. And then my cousin and, and your grandpapa was hanging around with my cousin. And then they decide two weeks later to come in Canada, and then they was take a ride back and forth in Canada fly because. Then the plan was cheaper then. Right. And that's how we met. When we know we started going out, and six months later we got married. What did you said? Your uncle lived here, right? Your, yeah. What did your uncle do? My uncle was then retired, and my aunt still was at work. No, but like you said, Pop met your uncle. How how did like how did they meet? Well, we went in his house. We was went right to my uncle's. No, house. no, no. What? Okay. What I'm I'm I'll try to word it how you would understand it. How did Pop and your uncle meet? Like, did they work together or did they? No, 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 no. When we left, me and my brother from Canada, yeah, my cousin and my uh, pop, they was going out together all the time. No, so they were I, friends. I, I, I had a friend, yeah. Okay. They was friend, and that's how I end up to meet them. Right. And then, and then, pop say to my cousin. Let's go see your cousin in Canada. Let's go see your cousin in Canada. He was allowed to come in Canada. 
Yeah. Okay. Has he ever been there before? Oh, yeah. Yeah. My cousin had been there. Oh, he was all the time flying Canada. I said, we go, we go. That's how he was going. Huh. And the boat was a nice guy. And then my cousin, I was 4th of July. Yeah. And they went to down the shore in Atlantic City. Mm-hmm. For the weekend, when he was come home, he had a car accident. And then my cousin got killed. Oh. And how old was he? Uh, was about 24, 25. Oh my years. gosh, that's young. Uh, young, yeah. It's like my age. And he's for the one child too. Huh. And uh, he got killed, and then my, my uncle went real on a bump because he really felt bad for his son to get killed. Yeah. And then after he buried his son, my uncle lived about a year, he died too. Oh my gosh. My aunt didn't stay on for a long time. That's crazy how like someone you're really close with or whatever, even like in your family, like they'll, they'll pass away. And then it's crazy because if you're like specifically like even married to them, like a couple of years later, you oh, yeah. more than likely get sick. And then it's, it's crazy how it, how it works out. But like, what, what made you, cause I know that you said your uncle and pop were friends. My cousin. What, my cousin your cousin, yeah. your cousin. I thought you said your uncle. I've been saying your he uncle. He was close to my uncle. He was close to my cousin. Mm. They was going out together. Go off. Say, if you want to go tonight for an evening, they yeah. make a double day and go out, you know? I gotcha. Um, what what attracted you to Pop? Was it his looks? No, he was a nice guy. I mean, really <laughs> a warm guy. Yeah. Not really fresh guy. Uh, how can I say? Some guy, could, they, don't, they don't care. He was more, no, family guy. So you liked him because he was family oriented. Yeah, I mean, you know, wasn't not really fresh, or go do drug or do a lot of stuff. You had to be careful today. And like, was he? How was it the first time he met your parents? He was very nice. Yeah. To my parents. Both your parents my, liked him. Yeah, to my brother, all of my brother liked him. Yeah. And he had a job to work every day. Do you remember the first date you guys went on? Well, I come in here. We don't did much the first day. Guess he come into my aunt house. And my aunt had a dinner. We already did dinner over like there. Like, what, what, when was the first time you guys went out by yourself? Uh, about four days later. We would make it. was double day. My cousin had <laughs> this girl gone out. <laughs> yeah. He was going out with this girl. Yeah. And I went to your grandpa. Okay. And we went for dinner. Or, do you remember where? Uh, no, exactly. I forgot that dinner. What kind of food was it? The restaurant. It wasn't a downtown restaurant. Oh, okay. Mine was a downtown. I forgot. Downtown Philly? Yeah. I gotcha. And... Uh, his mother, my cousin, my aunt, she used to have the restaurant. Mm-hmm. It's more of a delicatessen restaurant, you know? Yeah. And she used to tease us. Oh, you know how to go. We make a meatball sandwich. <laughs> and, my, and my cousin said, I don't want no meatball sandwich. <laughs> no, she was a beautiful joke, you know? Did you guys like going out more? Or did you? Because I know that you, you cook all the time. You you cook like homemade yakis, which are awesome. You make... um. Chicken, chicken cutlets, pizzelles. Uh, uh, what, what's your favorite thing to cook? And like, and did you, did you like cooking more? Or did you like going out and getting like Italian food? No, I like to cook more because I like to make my own food. I like it better when I make it myself. I know what I'm doing. When you book on that, you don't know what you get. And all those recipes, I'm assuming that you got from from your oh, family yeah, it's and stuff. That's family recipe. I got a. Everything my parents was making, my grandparents. And I took the old recipe here with me, and they say I know what to, what to cook. You, do you have like a lot of books, or how many books are there? I got about five, six books I write. That's crazy. Yeah, I got that you wrote? Like your own recipes? Yeah, yeah, huh. I got all my things. That's so cool. And uh, in the meantime, I got a regular cookbook. Yeah. I got about 
Ten or twelve cookbook. Aretana huh. cookbook and English cookbook. What, what's your favorite thing to cook? If you had to pick one thing, what is it, between food and dessert? What is your favorite thing to cook? Uh, dessert, I like tiramisu. Ooh, I love tiramisu. Yeah, I like the Aretana uh, rum cake. I don't think you've ever made me tiramisu. That's like my favorite thing. Yeah. You've never made me that. No, uh, I never did it. No, you've no. you only made me gnocchis, chicken cutlets, pizzas. What was what you ask? What's what I was making? And uh, I didn't know you could make tiramisu. I like the gnocchi. I like the homemade pasta. What's I your like, What's your fit? Because I know whenever we go out to dinner, like nowadays, you always get pasta or chicken or something. What is your favorite type of pasta? I like my plain pasta. No much stuff in. I like just plain spaghetti. Yeah. Correct sauce. And then if I go on a meat, I like a chicken parm. You're, you have always liked spaghetti, though, because I feel like whenever you ask me, you're like, oh, Michael, what kind of pasta do you want? I always like like the short ones, and I've always liked the short I think the raviolis. You know, no, not ravioli. What am I saying? Rigatoni. Rigatoni. <laughs> I can't even talk now. No, like the, I've always liked the rigatoni, but like you... Uh, I like a spaghetti. You always like... I'm too lazy. I don't want to sit there and twirl it. You love that. I like spaghetti. I like more thick pasta. The perciatelle, mm-hmm. bucatini, ziti, cacciatelle. Ziti is good, yeah. And uh, that's it. I like all that. And when when you made when you made like your pasta and stuff, did you like how many? Because I, I feel like you made it more than twice a week. You had to. You no, had to have pasta to, more than twice a week. No, I make uh, once or twice a week. I was make it. it. Because you have to break it down. Did Pop ever get sick of it? No, not just that. You break it down for yourself. One night you have a sausage, one night, another night you have a meatball, yeah. another night you make meatloaf, it's just good around. Another night you make uh, spare ribs, yeah. another night you make pizza pork. No one's all the time pasta. You break down everything. That's true, because you don't want to keep having uh, the pasta, same thing. Papa was too much of pasta. I was making only once a week for him. Oh, so he didn't, he didn't, no. he wasn't too crazy about it. No, and I know you put cheese on it every time. You're like crazy about well, your cheese me, on the I pasta. like my part of cheese. You love it. But see, Papa was like more, say, pork chops, yeah. meatloaf. And he wanted a change. Roast beef. You made good meatloaf, too. Roast Forgot beef. Forgot about that. He was like roast beef, too. Yeah. That was a different lunch. No, I mean, a different thing we cook, you know? But if you, if you were able to, would you eat pasta every day? I feel no. like you would. No, every day, no. A couple of times a week, yeah, but no every day. <laughs> and you love your peppers, too. I love you, you love, do you like more sweet or hot peppers? Hot pepper. Yeah. I can never eat hot peppers. Uh, you like, I, I remember you sit there sometimes with, like, the jalapenos, and I don't know how you do it. Yeah, well, you're used to, Michael. You get used to it, then I'm bother you. Was that something that, like, ran in your family, though, or is that, oh, like... My family always hot peppers. Oh, so you guys probably sat there with, like, a, a tray of hot peppers and just ate. They used to barbecue. Did you guys cook them in your back or make them in your backyard? Yeah. Yeah. Or grow them, I mean. Grow in the backyard because my father had a farm. Oh, okay. And uh, in Toronto or Italy? In Italy. Okay. They had a farm and they was grow everything there. And then the fireplace was really big because mm-hmm. they got to build a fireplace. Yeah. And then when you drive, uh, clean the crates. Yeah. You have to clean outside. You can't bring in the house. It was too big. Okay. And uh, when they say the roast paper, they put one bushel of roast paper. Uh huh. And then everybody have the paper and everything. And uh, put in the meantime, uh, they peel the skin and everything they fix. And no matter what we have, spare ribs or pork chops or London broth, 
uh, on the grill we have all time the pepper, the sweet and the hot. Make a nice tomato salad, good basil, oregano, and, and olive oil. And that was just a little good. That sounds good. You're making me hungry now, and I have to leave in a couple hours. <laughs> um, now, we were talking about, we were just talking about food and stuff and like the pasta. I want to talk about, because you have sitting in front of you right now, a coffee. Have you in your entire life liked coffee? Yes. Now, wh when did you like start? Because I, I know I didn't start drinking coffee until like probably like a year and a half ago. You've been... When did you start drinking it? Because I feel like you've been drink. You used to I drink like three, four cups a day, which is I nuts. Was, I started drink coffee, not regular coffee. I was having the express and cappuccino. Okay. Special cappuccino. And that was in Italy, right? Yeah, in a very young age, you say six, seven year old. Six? Yeah, you're I drinking was, cappuccinos when you're six? Yeah. I was still drinking milk. I know. <laughs> I was drinking milk too. My still, I was I like my cappuccino. And every morning we was drink the cappuccino. What they put it in your old baby cup? No, a regular cup. Oh, you had a regular cup. And uh, my mother used to say, "Okay, everybody want the cappuccino, fine." And this is the week for school, and you bring them a report card. And they say you don't fall asleep. Did you ever drink it at night? Because I know, like, no. I know, like nowadays, like even past eight o'clock, I ask you if you want a coffee, and you're like, "No, I don't want it." No, when I was young, no, because my parents don't always give to us. Right. They was up, just in the morning. They let us have a little coffee we stay weak for the That's school. a lot of coffee, though, because if you think about it, you have you have six brothers, your two parents, and you. That's that's uh, six. Uh, that's nine people drinking coffee. Yeah. How much coffee did you guys go through a day? Well, in the morning we had just that. At night, just my parents had it. My brother never had a coffee at night. All your brothers are just one. Yeah. No, none of my brother. No. And when they got old, after they started you knowing drink coffee. Yeah. My when they, after young age, you know, 15, 16. They never drink much coffee. Hmm. And then even you drink the express, you may, you grow a lot of times, you call your own coffee. Yeah. No, I mean, in the, in the years back, it was cost too much money. That's crazy. The same thing here. In the United States, they have an acorn. Acorn? Yeah. You know the tree? Yeah, acorn. yeah. Nobody uses here. Yeah. Now in Italy, nobody, knows, nobody uses them. Now in Italy, you can make tea without. Acorn tea? Yeah. We used to have all the plentiful acorn and make the tea. Actually, sounds sounds like it could be good. It is good. Yeah. You see, they know you say, but I don't know what to do. What do they do with all of them here then? Because they don't know. No, what like, what do they do if they don't use them here then? Nothing. They go on a ground. What's well, useful or useless? They don't do nothing. The tree fall, the stuff falls down and stay on the ground. That's stupid. They should do something no, with some it. Some part of the country they don't use any. They can help. They don't know what to do. They can send me juice to chestnuts. You fresh chestnuts. Yeah. You dry the chestnuts. You make a flour for chestnuts. You make a bread. Yeah, you could do anything with chestnuts. No, you make a bread with chestnuts. And that's a good big any kind of fruit you raise. Right. That's why you make everything. But see over here some stuff they no use. Different country they use a lot of stuff they no use here. No, I know that, but like I feel like there's so much stuff here in the United States that we waste so much yeah. of and any other country like it would is. use it every single day. It is. Now and we, now we spoke. We spoke about the food. We talk, spoke about the coffee. I want to speak about now your your first job when you came to the United States. They've, what was your first job, and how long until you got that first job after you came here? Okay, I got in in Canada on Friday. Okay. My brother said to me on the corner here, where we live. Yeah. It's grocery store. I want to come over there and introduce. No, no, no. I'm I'm talking about the United States, not Canada. Oh. 
in the United States, I got a job two weeks after I got here. Oh, that's quick. No, because I can't get a job. I got a job, I can start work. Why? Because through paperwork. Oh. And I got a job two weeks later, I work for interior decorated. What was... Oh, interior decorating. Yeah, interior decorating. What, yeah. what specifically did you do? I was cut drips, bed spray, quill. I was a cut. Is that how like, you like fell in love with like uh, making like those blankets you make all the time? Yeah, no, the blankets, it's crochet. This year it's cut and stuff and make them. Right, but it's in the same realm. Yeah, I know. Crochet you have to work on. Right. Blank. The, the blankets, you go work in a place, and interior decorate. And baby, today I'm going to cut 20 blankets. 15 blanks. Uh, Baby, I cut 20 pair of drapes. Right. I'm just cutting, and so. Hmm. I was a cut because I learned in Italy that. Yeah. That's why I got the job right away. As soon as I see on the paper, I call him up. Yeah. And he see me, I talk with the accent. and say, where do you come from, Nitas? You come over? And then I was Friday, about 11 o'clock. Yeah. And she said to me, you want to start the now? I said, no. <laughs> no. He said, when do you want to start the Monday? When I was working up a day, I know you. Mm-hmm. And I come Friday. And then when I, I was expecting your pop, uh, your daddy, I gave a note six months because we can't work no more after that. Yeah. And uh, he knows what's believing me because I don't put too much weight. He knows even believing me because I expect. Wait, what? Why, couldn't, why, couldn't you, uh, why couldn't you work? Because after six months, you can't work. And uh, they later. You go home, Mama. He can replace me, and then I work to eight and three quarter. And then he put this boy to left my fabric and everything, and I was work, and then I left when I was eight months and, and three weeks, and I still can replace me my job. It was for two months can replace my job. That's then, crazy. Then I had to leave. Then I left. I have a, my first child. Mm-hmm. And then I stay home, and then the second one after five and a half a year, then I stay home for, uh, fourteen a year before I went back to work again. So and you have you have two kids. You have my dad and my uncle. Yeah. So that's Mike and Brian. And after after you got your first job and everything, and after that was all settled, because I I know that I know that you guys got, and I don't know the specific details about it. I know you guys got into a really bad car accident. Yes. How long after did that happen, and what specifically happened in that car accident? Because I don't even know. Well, I was to work. We were supposed to go on a picnic uh, with the family. It was Saturday morning, two in the morning. And this drunk driver that hit head on, and we got in a bad car accident. I broke my spine. Oh, you yeah. broke your spine? I broke my spine. And I cut my sight in my head. I went conscious. I spent three months in the hospital oh. because my whole face was crushed. It looked like a pancake. And they had to fix every bone in my face and wire my face. And I never eat for three months. And I, I want to make this clear right now. You don't have a bone in your face, though. No, my bone is all broke. And that's, that's crazy because in this car accident that I do know of, like the little details, that you... You guys got hit so hard. What what happened for? What happened to you when you got hit in the car? What happened to me? I don't remember nothing. I went right in conscious. But did you? Were you sitting in the passenger seat? No, I sit on the back. Me and Uncle Brian, who was sitting in the back, uh-huh. and you, Daddy, and Pop, he was sitting in the front. That's not so. But I'm not understanding like how you, 
how your face got hit. I think my face would have got hurt. You know the head rest on the on the chair. Yeah. I think that flew to my face. That's crazy. So and like we're uh, to be clear with you guys, she does not have one. You don't have any bones, right? No, I have a bone. It's all broke. I can't connect nothing. I have three clipped wire in my face to hold my face together. So you have three clipped wires Quite and you right. have some broken bones. Yeah, it's all bro broken bone. They're all broken. That's wild. Yeah. Because like most people wouldn't even be able to. You're you're lucky you're. You lived after that. Yeah. Because that's not... And how old were you when that happened? Well, it was in 1985. Uh, but... 64, 18. Would it be? I was 41 years old. That's nuts. So you, your life could have ended at 41. Yeah. You're, and you're a, you're a little... A little double than that now. <laughs> starting next week. Hey, everybody... You tell me that I'm lucky to live. You are. You should be. You're very lucky, because most people want to live past that. And you were in the hospital for three months. What What happened to everybody else? What happened to like my dad? Uh, your and what dad. Your dad broke his hip. He stayed for three weeks in the hospital. Then he went home. Uncle Brian cut to the skull. Oh, he has uh, a cut in his skull. Yeah, he got 150 stitch. Oh my gosh. Brian cut all like this, and uh, Brian went frost home. Mm -hmm. And uh, then your papa, your papa, your daddy went through home, and then after that, they kept me and your pop. Yeah. And then uh, when they discharged papa, had a surgery for the elbow, and he had a surgery on the knee, and he got a surgery in the back. He ended up to spend three months too. And then uh, when we left, we left the boat together from the house three months later. You guys left together? Yeah. Holding three, hands? Three months later. Seeing the rainbow when you sat outside? Yeah. That would have been crazy. I can't even, no. I can't even stay. In the end, what happened, your uncle and your father was in the same room. Yeah. Then uh, Brian went home. And then they put your daddy and papa together in the same room. Mm -hmm. Then your daddy went home and they put papa and me together. Oh, so you guys shared a room together? Oh, yeah, we shared a room. After they left, about for three weeks. And my dad and Brian were probably up there every day with you guys, oh, right? Or yeah. Are they, or are they still, like, recovering at home? No, they was coming because Brian can drive. Your father can drive. They was come together. Oh, okay. And then uh, another boy was come together because was my, your father's friend, mm -hmm. uh, Brian Wood. Okay. Dan Wood's son. Yeah. They was come together. And then I was, in the beginning, 19 day intense care. That's crazy. Nine, 90% to die and 10 to live. And you were the 10%? Yeah. That's so crazy. And, uh, You're making it sound like nothing. You're like, yeah. <laughs> no, I think happened, Michael. That's crazy. Then my, your father went to talk on the phone. They can't get me to talk on the phone because I was in intense care. They can't drive me to the desk all the time, you know? Did you have any, like, brain damage or anything from no, this? No, That's what... So you you broke every bone in your face. And I had no you have three damage. clipped wires in your face. And no brain damage. And no brain damage. Right. That is insane. Yeah, it is insane. That, uh, that's, like, really crazy to think about because, like, you're... You shouldn't even be here. I know. I know that. <laughs> That's then, crazy. Then your father friend, you know, Brian. Yeah. He said, you have to talk to your mother. We have to figure up something. And I go to the nurse, because he was a chemical engineer. Yeah. And she said, if they let him wire the wire, the phone, and we leave the phone to your mother in the bed. Yeah. And your phone to you in the bed, because he was in a slant, the hip surgery. Right. And uh, the nurse said, if you can do, fine. And he went out. He told the nurse at 12 o'clock. He went out and get all the wire and everything him. 
about a month early. It was an open until two o'clock. It was all wire. I can talk to you father all day long, all night. That's nuts. Uh, he was really good, Brian. And uh, he was really nice. He was a really good friend. Yeah. And anything I asked him, he was too from That's good. It's always good to have those people. And that was funny because he said to me, I'll do anything if you make homemade pizza. <laughs> and you make pizza. I, for, actually, I forgot about the two. Your I'm, pizza is so good. If I make a pizza, he was do everything for me. And you, him and your father. Yeah. Every Friday, they <laughs> would look for the pizza to make. I was make all the time. That's why he went to do it. He bought the wire and everything and wanted the money. Yeah. I was really nice to him. That's awesome. And then when you got out, I guess, like, what what did you guys do when you got out of the hospital afterwards? Well, uh, when I get out, I can't do much anything because of my back. Yeah. And uh, already your father is supposed to go for therapy. Right. And he was okay because it was three months later after, no? Mm-hmm. And uh, your father was go for therapy. I have to go for therapy. But your father was allowed to drive because the leg he was driving was okay. So he was driving you everywhere? And we was, no, we was driving to therapy together. I can't go much anywhere. Because I have a kind of home with steel press. No, I'm saying he he drove you to therapy. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was with steel press from over here to over here. Oh. And then when I was get home, I had a nurse every day. Yeah. To take care of me. And it was rough, Michael. How long did you have the nurse? Oh, I don't know, for a couple of months. Yeah. And then I was okay. So this was like a, a year-long recovery for you. Oh, yeah, over the year. Or over a year, yeah? Over a year. That's My last time that would be okay, you know? And it was tough. Now, let's let's just. I want to fast. I want to fast forward to. 2019. Now, is there other than like the the car accident or like the you coming here from Italy? Is there anything else that you wanna you t- you want to touch on? Because I wanna. I kind of. I guess I wanna cut. Co- like highlight everything basically because we talked about like you coming here from Italy to Toronto to the United States. Um, to your first job, to the car accident, your job. Is there like anything that you want to talk no, about? No, I stayed home for 14 years. Then I went back to work. I went to work with Yunan Kabai. Okay. And that's when I was at work, I happened in a car accident. And my company, they hold a meeting. They bring a broken car, everybody to drive slow and to see what happened to me. And every person in our department come in and see me. Yeah on the hospital and then they come in and see me when I got home. And my supervisor, when he saw whole family, because we were supposed to go on a picnic, and then my son, my ha- I called it to the supervisor, because we had a car accident. Right. And he left the the picnic too and come into the hospital and see us how bad it was. And they stayed with, the, with both your father and Uncle Brian. Yeah. And I was Saturday, on Sunday, the supervisor and the plan manager from Union Carbide, they come in and spend the whole day. Huh. From 8 o'clock in the morning to 9 o'clock at night. That's nice. Could you talk kids because we didn't all of us like to, to go because both of us are bad. Right. And they stay with you. And then, in fact, I was surprised because they did went hard and buy a lot of snack. They bring two shop and bake full food. And they huh. want your kids not to starve. That's right. Eat. Nice. And I was very nice to him. And they hold my job for one year to go back. My then I was able to go back, and then I, I quit that job. That's it. I actually just thought of two other things I want to talk about before we go to 2019. You also, I don't, I don't know how old you were at the time, but you, you also worked at the 
the school district I went to, you were one of the cafeteria ladies, and everybody loved you. Well, what's when Jessica started? Jessica's my sister. And it was seven years old, now she's 16. Yeah. That was what, 12 years ago, right? Something like no, that. No, 10 years ago. 10 years. 10 years ago, when I was working in the kitchen, I was the chef there, and they all loved me. <laughs> and so my granddaughter, because I was over there through her. Yeah, but you didn't just work at one school, you worked at several schools. Yeah, I was still at three different schools, my same at the same distance. I was changed job, but same as my granddaughter was changed school. And it's cool because, like, you became friends with all the people that you worked with, along with all the kids. The kids loved you, apparently. I know that. Right? Yeah. And I remember, I think, were you there when I was there? Yeah. You but you me, was in high school. You gave me some chicken nuggets. No, yeah. somebody gave me chicken nuggets. You was in uh, last year high school. No, a great uh, middle it? school. It was middle school. Middle school. Yeah, because you're I like, said, give him some chicken nuggets. I said high school, middle school. <laughs> that was the best, because I got some free food and stuff. <laughs> and... Uh, well, the kids all the way like me. I like the kids. And then I gave up after my husband died. I was still at work there. And I, I know I'm like jumping all over the place right now, but I, I, I wanted to talk about this first, and I, I talked about this. this it's okay, though, because this is the first podcast I'm trying to still figure everything out. But I want to just rewind before you even got that Council Rock job back to when I was seven years old and Jess was two. This was back in 2004 when my mom passed away from cancer. You, like, you put on her shoes the second she, well, not literally put on her shoes, but yeah, <laughs> you, you, like, literally took on her role from the second she she passed away, and you took care of me and Jess, and you, you, you kind of still really do take care of us, which is, yeah. which is crazy, and I feel like I'm taking care of you sometimes, too. I get yeah. you coffee still. Because you're still drinking coffee. I'm, I ask you if you want decaf. You're like, nope, I want regular. And you still yeah. drink your 24-ounce coffees. <laughs> it's, yeah, uh, I like that. It's, it's cool because ever since ever since I was seven, like like I said, my mom raised me till I was seven and Jess until she was two. And then she passed away from cancer. You, you would make us dinner every night. We would always sleep over your house. Did you ever sleep over at our house? You went to bed. Not a lot though, right? No. Like we would always be over your house. Because um, my dad was always at work and stuff, making money for for our family to have to like, food and stuff. Um, no, but that's that's crazy because I remember you would have like in your house a little a little uh, uh, cabinet full of, like goodies, and I remember at eight o'clock every night you're like, Michael, time to have your snack. And I remember I would always have a brownie or a couple of Oreos. Sometimes Pop would eat it with me, and I know that we watched like the Eagles game and stuff together, me and Pop. And you, while we were watching it, you're like, I'm going to bed. And you, you were a party pooper because you, you didn't want to watch the game with I us was, at the time. Well, I was too tired. I was running around all day. No, I know. And I was saying, I want to take care of you kids. I, don't want, I want to make dinner every night. I want to have everything. I want to take your bed every day and do the homework. It's no easy. What do you think? Like the, Obviously, because you raised my dad and my uncle. And then you kind of had to like do the same thing with me and Jess. Well, what my, was well? My my question for you is what was the, what do you think? Because you already did it once with my dad and my uncle, like I said. But what was the hardest thing to do, like regarding raising me and Jess? Because you basically did raise us. Oh yeah. Well, I know what's hard for me to raise. The only thing I was disappointed because no matter what I was doing, no matter what I was make for your kids. I'm still the grandmama, and I was loving you to have a mother. 
my thing and over a cut for you kids to have a mother. Yeah. And then I had to make everything what your mother was doing. And uh, naturally your mother... You felt like you had to fill her role, I guess. Right. Then your mother ended up in a better place because she was suffering. And I was thinking, she asked me to take care of your kids. And I was right. promised her I do take care. And I make sure your kids had everything. Right. And, uh, and to me, I was the best thing to do for you, no matter how tired I was. No matter how much work I was making. And you genuinely enjoyed it. Yeah, I was enjoying it. Because you wanted to make sure that we, we grew up right. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I like to grow up. Obviously, with my dad's help, but he was at work a lot of the time. So when he well, was your up, father had to work because when your mother's sick, she, he had a lot of bills to pay. Right. Hospital bill and everything. And I said to him, no, what about the kids? I'll take care. And you work. I didn't make sure before you go in bed, call your dad to say goodnight. If you go before, he come home. And then your father was coming a few nights early. You was playing with him and everything. And right. I was, I was everything worked out okay. You and, and everything did work out okay because I'm graduating college in a month and a half. Yeah. And well, let me. I graduated college and he's 22 years old now. <laughs> I know how to no trouble, good drug or drink. And that's the best thing happening to see. And there's, not, there's nothing wrong with drinking. But like I, I don't. I rarely drink. No, but and drink, I, drink. We talk about when you overdo drink. Oh, like like uh, alcohol problem. Yeah, right. alcohol no, problem. I get that. Um, I I want to. I guess <clears throat> like I said, I want to change gears one more second because I want to. I want to wrap this up in the next couple minutes. Let's fast forward now to 2019. So 2019, we. I feel like I this year. I had this year and a little of last year, like the end of last year. I've communicated and hung out with you so much like yes. we like we our favorite thing to do now is like every night when the sixers are on we watch the sixers game together yeah and you're it's so funny because you like get mad at the tv you're like oh they're down by one point they were just up by 10 ah and it's so crazy because like i never thought you would get that into the sixers which is funny as heck but you you also we also, we don't go a lot, but we went maybe three or four times to the casino. And I think it's so funny because, like, you'll put in, I remember the last time we won, I think it was me and you, you put in $20 and you won 80 And I'm like, how do you do that? You, have, you don't even know what's going on and your number, <laughs> your number just keeps going up. Like, what, what is, did you always like going to the casino? Or like, no, I joined to go, but I don't want to go all the time because you know all the time it wins, you lose a lot of money. You always win, though. Uh, not really, not really. <laughs> not really. Last time I lost. Oh, yeah. The last time out of what? The last five times you went, you probably won the four times out of five. <laughs> and uh, and sometimes you don't want to go on a hole either. Mine's young to play. Right. And uh, I don't bet a lot of money. If you bet a lot of money, if you win, you win a lot of more money. Right. I just don't join to pass a day and go play. Okay, so name three things that you you really like doing i know you like i know you like going to the casino but what are two other things you well, like doing i was enjoying it before when i was going out to have a nice dinner out of, mm-hmm. go with your papa yeah i miss that yeah and the poor thing i miss to go with my girlfriend out now because i can't go out so you miss so basically you miss like all hanging out and going out with like yeah, pop and part. Going out with friends and stuff, and you like the casino. What else, is there anything else you like? Yeah, sometimes you like a lot of stuff. You, you like do. cooking, right? Yeah, I like to cook, and I miss that. Right. Because I like my time of food to cook, and I miss. And you, you can't do that much now because you're on the oxygen, and they they restrict you from doing a lot of things. But you also got to think that you 
You did do a lot when you could do a lot. Oh, I know. So now I stretch myself more than what I'm supposed to. Uh, all the time. Mommy we, Clark, I got two things. My grandchildren, they take care of me, and my, my two kids take care of me. And that's, and that's all you could ask for. I have one more question for you, and then we're going to wrap this up. If you, if you could tell me, me personally, I'm going to say, if you could tell me anything right now, like any advice, if you could give me any advice, one thing, and if you have to think about it for a second, I'll let you think, but what would be one thing that you would tell me that I could use for the rest of my life? Well, the rest of your life, I like to do one thing. I like it now. You graduate college and get a nice job and earn your money and then meet a nice girl to get married. That was my, my goal. So you, your main thing is you want me to just get a good job? And have a nice girl to get married. Have a for your own family. How many kids do you want me to have? Oh, well, that's up to you, Michael. I know, but how many would you hey, like? It's nice at least to have two. You want a boy and a girl, or a boy, boy and a boy? That'd be, that'd be nice. I'll try to make whatever happen happen. Yeah. What do you? What would you like? Well, boy and a girl is the best. My, if you can do, you can do that. Okay. My even got two boys or two girls. It's nice. Okay. You have to think one more thing too. If you have two boys, it depends how they go. But if you have two girls, they take care of you better. And that's not always the case. No, that's what I see. Depends how they go. Uh, yeah, I, I guess it depends on the situation, but that's not always the case. No. But, but if if you had an ideal situation, you would want a boy and a girl. Yeah, I would love boy and a girl. Okay. Um, is there anything you want to ask me? Well, I would like you. I mean, to put your head in the right spot because you're 22 and you never had a trouble now. Right. I don't want you to get in trouble no more. Plus, you know, I'm getting old, and I would like you to be situated. Special up to graduate college, and I like to see them in a good place. And I'll make sure I make that happen. And always remember that your grandmother always loved you. I took care of when you were seven years old, and you're 22. I'm still the same love. Never change, no matter what. You're gonna make me cry. No, I still love you, Michael. No matter what. No, I know, and I love you too. Um. All right. Well, that was. That was an hour. That was an hour long. Yeah. I, I learned about the majority of your whole life, your yeah. whole life story. Yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed that podcast with my grandma. Uh, if you guys have not yet, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, wherever it may be that you are listening to this right now. We will be back very well. I will be back very soon. Nan, we're going to wrap this up right now. Do you have any final thoughts before I close no, this I was, out? No, it was nice to talk to you, honey. It was nice talking to you. We had a nice conversation. Too. And it was a good way to start this off because yeah. I wanted my first one to be with my grandma, you know? So, all right, guys. Thank you for listening to Sporadic, and I will see you next time. Say bye, Nan. Bye-bye, hon.